Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Kevin Saul, Wichita State's athletic director, joins us on the IHOP hotline. Kevin, it's getting close to the holidays. How you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Well, we just had Paul Mills on, so you got a tough act to follow today. He was uh, he was outstanding. Awesome. That's good to hear. He- that's good to hear. What's some department secrets? <laughs> okay, good. So good. there you go. So I before we get started with the serious stuff, we've been talking uh, pro wrestling. And uh, I want to ask you if you ever had a moment in your life where you cared about it. <laughs> uh, maybe as a young kid, and I probably had my mom or dad come downstairs and Asked me what the heck I was watching, and we quickly turned it to Sports Center or some version of that. <laughs> there you go. There's my answer. There you go. That's uh, now. I guess now the the serious stuff begins. I've been wanting uh, Kevin to ask you about ticket prices and and for men's basketball and how you determine those. Who's involved in in setting those prices? I see on when uh, the game against Memphis tickets are sixty to seventy five dollars. Is is that kind of the going rate? I'm kind of out of that game. Uh, so how does how is all of that determined? Jeff, I think there's there's a lot that goes into that. Obviously, um, th- there is a financial component, and there's a lot of pressure on our basketball program, obviously, to help fund the a, a good portion of what we do. I think as you you work through. First and foremost, season ticket pricing. Um, you've got to make sure that the uh, mini plans and the single game pricing and any promotional deals that you continue to honor uh, the season ticket pricing in that. In other words, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, to significantly rebate um, other elements of your ticket packages if it's, if it's uh, going to hurt, obviously, the value that's associated with your season tickets, so you want the greatest value to be to be in that because obviously that's that's what we're pushing for is uh, is season tickets. As you guys know, we're very transparent. A couple years ago, we were down about 320 season ticket accounts, um, and uh, I think we we renewed at 93% rate from last year to this year and picked up about 115 new accounts. So certainly, well on our way to getting back to where we where we have been. Um, obviously, it is a significant investment, and we're incredibly appreciative of, of those that, that do that, and we're trying to find creative spots for us to provide rebates and, 
and do some group ticket sales. We had a group that uh, did 376 uh, tickets the other night for Southern Illinois. And so we've got that as a a focused effort within our ticket offices, outbound sales for many plans and groups. And um, it's somewhat complex and there's a lot of variables that go into it. But at the end of the day, obviously we're trying to do our very best to uh, to not only get folks in the building, but also meet our financial uh, needs and demands to support championship-level programs across our department. Kevin Salt, our guest, Wichita State Athletic Director. So Chip Kelly uh, uh, posted or vi- a video or somebody posted a video of Chip Kelly talking about the future of college football and what he would like to see. And he'd like to see college football broken out away from the rest of the sports and college athletics and kind of become its own entity run by its own commissioner. Uh, Some really thoughtful ideas, I thought. And having listened to it now two or three times, every that when I listen to it, I'm thinking this makes really good sense. Uh, Is it practical? Is it, is it feasible? Is there a way in the world, in your opinion, Kevin, that something like that could ever happen, that college football could kind of get its own treatment and we could kind of get back to normal with everything else? Well, it's interesting you say that, uh, Bob. uh, We've actually been going through some of the the older hard copy files that we have within athletics and trying to digitize some of those and make sure that we retain the pertinent ones for record keeping. And I actually came across a letter from Ohio state university back in the mid to late eighties that was communicating the Supreme court's decision to pull television rights away from the NCAA and to give the control and autonomy to, to leagues and conferences to negotiate their own TV rights. And some that, that, are well-versed in the evolution of athletics over the last many decades would argue that's, that's the moment in time where conference realignment became a, a real possibility and pathway in the mid to late eighties. And so what have you seen since then? Well, you saw sec and Southwest conference uh, realignment in the nineties and you've seen the big 12 uh, in, in the nineties. And then you've seen the sec and just so many others, uh, advancing towards present day where we've got uh, teams that are shifting all over the place. So I would argue in, in some respects, college football has been separated out as a part of the conversation since that letter in the mid eighties. And obviously it's evolved to a very different spot now, 40 years later. Um, But there's certainly some merit to to coach Kelly's ideas. I think the key is going to be, you know, you've got uh, 200 and, 60 some odd schools playing division one college football at different levels. You've got the, um, the CFP level, you've got the, the uh, FCS level with the 63 scholarships as opposed to 85. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, varied ways that it's approached from institution to institution. So finding a, a broad and diverse solution that fits everybody will be a challenge, uh, but certainly some intriguing ideas coming from Coach Kelly at uh, UCLA. This might not be my my very best question because it seems obvious, but at the same time, I don't think I know the answer. So the the two programs you've been athletic director of F, is FCS football and then we had Murray State 
and then no football. How much attention do you have to pay to big-time football when it's not necessarily part of your athletic department? Um, how much does big-time football affect Wichita State's athletic department, if at all? Well, I think it's a really important question, Jeff, and and um, I'm not sure I have a great answer to that either other than to tell you I think it's really important to stay dialed into the landscape of, of our industry nationwide. I mean, obviously, it's no secret we're a non-football playing um, member of a, of a league uh, where every other institution that's a part of that league plays football, so we certainly have to pay attention to that and and advocate in, in ways that we can for the American Athletic Conference in all the sports, including football, and and uh, trying to assess uh, how we bring value to that league as well. And so, again, I, I think it's it's it might be a little bit closed-minded to say that because we're not sponsoring football, you don't have to pay attention to any of those issues. But I think you do just from a NCAA membership perspective to be able to forecast where things are going. Uh, conference realignment has so much to do with football, and certainly conference realignment can impact anybody and everybody. Um, and then you take it down to the league level, and we're we're an institution uh, that doesn't play football amongst a bunch of institutions that, that do. So I, I don't think that it does anybody um, well for, for us to ignore what's going on in the football scene. So obviously we want to stay attuned to that as we move forward. Kevin Saul, our guest, recently Mike Oresco announced that uh, he's a retiring commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. I think everybody would agree that he's had a challenging job and one he's met uh, head on and I think done a, a fabulous job. Is uh, How much did that catch your attention? He is 74 years old, so retirement makes sense in some, in some ways. Uh, did, how much... Uh, how important is this uh, kind of fork in the road for the American? I think it's incredibly important anytime you have a change in leadership. And I, I would start just first and foremost saying that uh, Commissioner Oresco, Mike, has, has had a phenomenal career. It started in uh, television, working for two of the major television networks. And certainly he brought that acumen and experience to the conference commissioner role starting out in the Big East and, and all the transitions that happened in the Big East uh, to land in the American uh, Athletic Conference. And then the growth of that league is, quite frankly, the best uh, group of five league um, in the country as it relates to football and certainly has been knocking on the door of um, some of the, the successes that you even see in the Power Five leagues in terms of uh, New Year's Six bowl game wins. Um, you can go on and on in terms of um, – television ratings and those sort of things. So I think he's been a, a great uh, ambassador uh, for college athletics. He's certainly done a, a remarkable job for the American Athletic Conference. He will be missed, and uh, there's certainly big shoes to fill in that area. So, you know, obviously when, when you became athletic director and as your tenure kind of went on in this first few months, Wichita State men's basketball wasn't in the best place it's obvious it's on a much stronger footing now it seems but did when when you got here and and it was in that place did you feel like Wichita State was behind I don't know behind other programs even in the conference or is it is it just kind of easy to expect that you can fix it right away through the transfer portal and and other ways to build your roster yeah that's a great question Jeff I, I think that 
every institution has its assets and every institution has its challenges or, or blind spots, if you will. So I think it's important to to do the work to accentuate what you do well and what are the assets in your program and certainly the history and tradition of our, our men's basketball program and many other, other uh, of our programs in our 15 sport uh, portfolio have had great success. So obviously you want to accentuate that success and build upon it. We're also in a growth industry. And so we are in an industry that is committed to what I call the productivity cycle where you plan and prepare execute, evaluate, plan and prepare, execute, evaluate, plan and prepare. And so as you commit yourself to that cycle, certainly if you're taking an honest look at your organization, you're going to see areas where you can improve. And we've um, certainly identified um, literally hundreds of those areas that we can improve, whether it's in our service framework, internal, external culture, um, how we recruit, when we recruit, what um, – um, what are our priorities, uh, financial priorities, uh, zero-based budgeting? How do we create a student-athlete experience that our, our young people don't, don't desire to leave? And so when you start thinking about it in those global areas, we've got a lot of work to do. And uh, I think our staff have done a great job in identifying areas we can get better. And some of it's low-hanging fruit. and Some of it's going to require some hard work, get our elbows dirty a little bit and um, and really work at it to, to, to make improvements. But regardless of, of what athletic department you support or work in, there's always things to do and always things to work on, um, even if you're wildly successful, because we are committed to a growth industry. We want to continue to get better. Final question here for Kevin Saul, Wichita State Athletic Director, Shocker Basketball, K-State Thursday night in Kansas City, and then a week uh, from Saturday against Kansas, also in Kansas City. Where are those series? I know K-State is coming to Coke Arena next year, the final year of a four-year agreement. Uh, is there any been any movement to extend that? And also with the KU uh, situation, any move to play beyond this season? Yeah, I think those the dialogue and those conversations will will continue to progress. They they have continued, and obviously both institutions. When you look at matchups, they're trying to leverage the best possible situation for their institution and their programs and the in the state that they're in at that current time. And so I would tell you, yes, there's there's interest. Those conversations have continued. Uh, you know, I think we we stop and smell the roses a little bit. We've got a a great four game set against Kansas State that that culminates in a final game in Coke Arena next year, as you you suggested, and then. Obviously, we've got some postseason history with the Jayhawks, but we haven't played them in a regular season in 32 years. So uh, the matchup that we've got um, uh, at the end of this month is obviously uh, one that I think a lot of folks are looking forward to, December 30th. Uh, again, first time in 32 years, and we'll continue that dialogue with those ADs and, and head coaches and basketball administrators to see if we can come up with something that would be beneficial for both of our programs. But we're in an interesting geographic region with K-State, KU, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, um, just a lot of, of really high-quality basketball programs uh, in our region. And obviously we want to take advantage of that. All right. We always appreciate it. You've had a good run so far, a lot of good things happening. I don't know that anything has been better than bringing Red Panda in for the halftime performance the other day. <laughs> That's probably your crowning achievement, Kevin. Well, I would tell you that's, uh, that's all the credit to our external team and, and Connor Phelps, our director of marketing, does an awesome job. And 
And again, it, it, it's been um, it's been a blessing this first year and a half. We've gotten a lot accomplished. There's a lot of work to be done, and so we'll continue to be diligent in that. But we've got a lot of great people pulling the rope in the same direction, and we'll continue to improve. Well, thank you for coming on. We always appreciate it. Uh, best of luck uh, on your trip up to KC, and best of luck to the Shocks. Thank you, Kevin. Happy holidays to you, and uh, just appreciate Uh, your support of our programs, the opportunity to be on your show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.